There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, this is Bitch Slap. I'm Rachel Fisher. I'm Desi Jadikin. And this is Melrose Place Season 2, Episode 22. With this ball and chain. And we are back again with our very special guest, writer Maggie Sirota. I am happier than a pig in shit. We've been talking about Melrose Place for an hour. (laughs) With very special guests. (laughs) Yes, yes. Because Heather Locklear famously was very special guest star for all seven seasons of Melrose Place. You know what I also became obsessed with recently? Because I don't always watch the credits, but sometimes I do. I always laugh when Joe does the little Fosse hat thing in her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, she flips it. She flips the hat. It's great. Let's get into this episode. Speaking of Joe, she's in jail. We get a little mm. we get a little jail scene where we're supposed to be real scared of all these inmates because they're loud. These bitches are loud. And we get like a really long shot of a really butch guard mm. walking mm. the aisle. <laughs> Yeah, she's menacingly walking down the aisle through this jail and she opens the door, the 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 fucking of Joe's cell where she's crammed in there with a bunch of inmates and she's like, Reynolds, <laughs> come on. And she leads her in cuffs to meet with her public defender who is an absolute mess. He's he comically... He hates Joe. He hates Joe. He hates Joe. Incompetent. (laughs) Like, I feel like he should either be a dick or incompetent, like a fumbler or a dick, but that both is like overkill. Yes. Both. You're right. Why is he a public defender? He hates his clients. He's he's not even trying at all. Mm. He's going over her case and she's trying to explain to him that it was self-defense and that he was trying to kill her. And he's not buying it. And look, I've watched a lot of Dateline. I, th- it seems like such a no-brainer that even if he didn't believe her, this would be mm-hmm. the move to go for self-defense. Yeah. yeah. Like, he doesn't even try. He wants to go to make a deal immediately. I love, like, too, when, when he wants to make a deal with this DA who walks into the room, which doesn't, doesn't that seem a little unethical to <laughs> Yeah. Like, why is the DA there on their first meeting? And he walks in, and I love when they cast politicians or DA with someone Kennedy esque. Yes. Mm. I feel like this guy had that vibe to me. Yeah. He was real uptight and and like um, blue blood looking. Yes. Wasn't he married to Marcy on Married of Children? Or was that a guy? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I don't I don't remember that actor's name. What was his name? He was in a lot of stuff. He was Yeah, definitely... he's had a very very familiar face. He, p- yeah. he played a lesser Kennedy in one of the mm. TV movies, probably. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line from this public defender is look, Joe, I've been doing this for five years. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Now this guy is like 50. Yeah. This I was just thinking just... that. <laughs> This guy just started practicing law. I thought that was like he, high comedy. He had moment. a midlife career change. <laughs> so the door like, was buzzes. he sentenced to community service because he hates he every minute of this. 
Quentin from the DA's office, he doesn't buy Joe's story. He's like, yeah, me and your public defender got one thing in common. We don't want to defend you. (laughs) We we think you're a lying bitch. This just seems so corrupt to me. (laughs) He wants Joe to spill the beans on the drug smuggling ring that Reed was involved with. That's all he cares about. And so he wants to make a deal. And Joe is a very bad... um, defendant also yeah. she's not doing yeah. herself any favors because she gets real pissed off and i understand this is a really uh scary frustrating situation but she gets she gets hostile she's like i didn't i had to kill him i had to kill him <laughs> even her lawyer's like because <laughs> <laughs> it's like what she should do is like i'm not talking to fucking anyone yeah, yeah. like yeah. yeah i'm only talking to my lawyer who i don't even want to talk to <laughs> She wants a phone call. So she calls Jake and Jake. I love this because Jake answers the phone yellow. Okay. I need. I like, took note of that. My grandma did that. Did she? But yes. why? Why did he answer the phone that way? As an actor, was that written or did he wing it? Because that was crazy. I think he winged it. I loved it. I love when someone answers the phone yellow yellow and it's like a tragic thing on the other end that makes it even more juicy <laughs> yeah it's your ex-girlfriend on on getting railroaded <laughs> yeah, he has to turn on a dime after that joyful uh answer yeah. yeah so jake goes down to the jail and he's arguing with the cop at the desk at the front mm. desk and he's like what do you mean you get her out of there and the guy's like this isn't a hotel yeah, he can't just go see her. And he's like, "Why? Well, I want to talk to. The, I want to talk to who's in charge right now." He's getting like all Jimmy Stewart on this yeah. guy's ass, and he's like, "You can come to the bail hearing tomorrow." Next, next, <laughs> next, we go to Escapade Magazine, where no one gives, no one cares about Escapade. They're they're they will never be D and D. No. Mm. no, nothing dramatic ever happens at this place of business. Also, why is Billy trying to get his job back because he worked at Escapade in New York too. <laughs> like it's the same company. Uh, mm-hmm. Why didn't he transfer? Maggie, as a as the writer on yes. the show, would you ever pull this kind of a move that that <laughs> Billy did? Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine this. Is there a scenario where this is plausible? Well, I mean, just in terms of the life you can live, like I can go back to a magazine and make peanuts. Or I can go work in advertising mm, and right. live pretty well. Like, yeah. hmm, which one? <laughs> as someone who has done both, I can. <laughs> right. So Billy is not the junior editor anymore because he blew that job. And Celia is pissed at him because now they gave the job to somebody else. They didn't even consider Celia. And she wanted that job. Yeah. So she's really mad at him. And she should be. And yeah. Allison calls Billy at work and she asks to go to lunch. And it's at this point where I realize, oh, we didn't begin this episode at the restaurant where we last left off. So I guess we're assuming she said no or, or didn't say anything. <laughs> Billy, I need to think about it. <laughs> like they went home. He proposed to her. She didn't give him an answer. And then they drove home together in their apartment. <laughs> and they had to stew in that non uh, acceptance. It's crazy. I love how like he shows up like it's like, okay, today, tonight I'm showing up in a fucking tuxedo to the, you know, like the Michelin star restaurant. And then the more then in the morning, he's like groveling for his like junior editor job. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's really sad. Yeah. she, She wants to talk about what he asked her last night. And Billy's like, well, can you tell me over the phone? Yeah. And. She's like, no, I need to see you face to face. And he's like, well, I got to go. My boss is mad at me. And he's he doesn't get why. And everyone's mad at him. Yeah. (laughs) Allison gets off the phone. She's at work. And so Amanda is buzzing around. And immediately she's like, was that Billy? (laughs) (laughs) And she calls Billy the boomerang boyfriend. She's such an asshole. She's such an asshole. I like Allison too, where she's like, How long have you been standing? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> which was like, yeah. Um, she says this is such a great Amanda line because it's her classic move of feigning um concern. Yeah. She's feigning concern for Allison and in concern for the company. She says, Well, I was just wondering if he was here to stay. You know, an unstable relationship affects one's work performance. <laughs> I feel like that is actionable. Like, I feel like that's an actionable comment. Like, if your boss said that to you, you could go to HR. <laughs> Oh, yes, totally. Yes. D&D doesn't have an HR. No. <laughs> no. Allison is like, well, you know, Amanda, he asked me to marry him. And she finally is like rattled by this. But she mm. also says, well, that's a nice gesture. <laughs> <gasps> she's incredible. What yeah. a menace. Yeah, what a she's, menace. <laughs> she's freaked out at first because she goes, I see. But then you're she's so quick on her feet because yeah. she immediately is like, well, I'm going to take her down a peg. Yeah. She's like yeah. the definition of never let him see you sweat. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I well, kind of love when you can kind of see the gears turn. She's like, oh, that didn't work. So how am I going to like, how am I going to torture you now? Like, you see yes. <laughs> yeah. Like her and Mancini, you're a, we're always seeing their gears turning. Yeah. yeah. And they're able to just like turn on a dime and, mm-hmm. and, like they should teach an improv class, the two of them. <laughs> They're so good at living in the moment They're and quick. adapting to what's next. Yes. So she tells Allison, you know, I know some things about Billy that you don't even know. You might want to find those out before you say yes. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing she knows about Billy is that they did anal together, that he let her do anal. The night in the garbage. I just think in general, Amanda was open to anal and that's Mm -hmm. something she knows about Billy that he's into it. But Allison obviously would never do that. Right. Because Amanda likes to do what other girls won't. Yeah. So she can can one up them. (laughs) She's a boys club player. I remember remember that from her intro speech. I'm like Heather Locklear is the only actress that could sell something that that fucking silly and graceless. Yes. Boys club player. Yes. (laughs) Back at Melrose. Sydney runs into Jane while she's trying to sneakily carry out a box of her stuff so she can take it to Michael's house. Right. And the box ha- mm-hmm. says on it, moving. <laughs> <laughs> and Jane is like, what's going on? And she's like, nothing. I'm moving. And Jane's like, what? This is this is her hair had a lot of volume in the scene. She's mm. growing her hair out, I think. Yeah. But from, the thing yeah. about Jane is she never, it never gets past her chin. No, it's she's short the whole series. She's going from pixie to Bob now. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sydney just flat out tells her in the most undelicate way possible. She's like, look, I'm moving in with Michael. We're in love. Get over it, Jane. Get over it, Jane. <laughs> Jane is furious. And she's like, Sydney, this is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> Allison and Billy eat hot dogs for lunch in the park. And he's dunking on her because he's like, I took you to an expensive meal last night. I think you're just cheap. This is what Billy doesn't get. Right. Because he thinks like the more the money, the more it means. Yeah. Like what we were talking about. Like if the ring had some sort of sentimental thing. Also, whatever. They're on their lunch break. They're on their fucking lunch get a break. Hot, you know how hard it is to get a table? You wait half the time your lunch break just waiting for the table. Yeah. Like yeah. you just get a hot dog. It's easy. You can talk. This is a talking date, Billy. Right. It's not about fucking food, you you pick. <laughs> <laughs> he she accepts his proposal and she's like, we just, we just need to be totally honest with each other. And she asks him what Amanda meant when she said that she knows things. I don't know. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And Billy does the classic <laughs> thing that people who do bad things and hurt people do where they're like, let's not focus on the past. Let's focus on future <laughs> let's not focus on holding me accountable let's yeah. <laughs> the other but the other bad behavior thing that he does later in the episode that drives me nuts when people do this and you see this on tv shows a lot and people do do it in real life but it's definitely a device used in tv to m- create drama 
where somebody has a secret and they need to get it off their chest. And it's a very selfish thing to do. And it's like, Mm -hmm. Allison doesn't need to know that he slept with Amanda while they were broken up or like whatever, but he needs to get it off his chest so bad. So like Mm -hmm. he thinks he needs to tell her this. And Amanda in that moment is smart. Yeah. She's like, don't tell her you fucking idiot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Even though she set the ball rolling, she still had the right idea. I mean, she was looking out for her personal interest because but but the advice was solid in the moment. (laughs) Yeah, the advice was solid in the moment. Um, yeah, everything's all happy. They're all kissing in the park and Billy's like, I want to build a future together. Yeah. And then they kiss and he says, Waha! <laughs> like he's Mario. <laughs> that was him celebrating. Mm. We see Jake at D&D, which is an unusual sight. No. Yeah. He never shows up to D&D. He's in Amanda's office and he needs her help to get Joe out on bail. And she's hesitant. Like a real bitch. We've We've talked about Amanda being a classic pull yourself up by your bootstraps, bitch. Yeah. She, in an earlier episode this season, was really uncharitable towards Matt and Katya during that (laughs) storyline. Like, she's like, she, she didn't, she's like, well, if I have to call INS, I will, Matt. (laughs) Basically, she, she didn't say it in that way, but she, in so many words, she was like, I'll call immigration. I'm not lying to the government, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she doesn't want to be tied to this. She's like, I don't want to be involved. We were on that boat. Reality check, Jake. Yeah. (laughs) And Jake is like, we can't just leave Joe hanging. And she doesn't care. And he gets mad. He's like, wow. Wow, man. I thought you had more integrity. Like, what incentive is there for her to get, like, her potential competition out of jail for this man? Joe Joe hates her and hates her to her face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I do think Amanda was being a bitch. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, that's the baseline. (laughs) Meanwhile... Joe is in her orange jumpsuit mm. and we get some some chatter from the inmates in the background. One of the inmates says, you going to be in here a long time. I love the sassy inmate because she's just sitting there like shivering. Yeah. And then that sassy inmate does that line just to be a bitch. <laughs> the next day she meets with her lawyer and he is still terrible. He's like, you know, he hates I'm, not, her. I'm not hopeful about this case, Joe. I don't think this is a good case. Like, dude, she's a human trafficking victim. <laughs> yes. Right. And he um, he's like, I think we need to make a deal. He's not even remotely interested in hearing her side of the story. Yeah. Which yeah. is crazy. He's not even hiring a private investigator. Yeah. Right. To figure any of this out. Like he's not even talking to her friends to find out like how this guy met, how they meet. Like I think they're trying to like insinuate that this guy helps the DA out mm-hmm. these things, but they don't really nail that home. Like <laughs> um, it's sort of like a PSA. They're like, This is the dangers of hiring a having a public defender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so She's swearing. She didn't know anything about the drugs. All the only research into Joe's case that this public defender has done is that he's discovered that last year she was charged with having a concealed weapon. Right. That's the only (laughs) investigating he's done. That's the Mm -hmm. only thing he's curious about is what, you know, which is important. You should know everything about your client, but he hasn't done anything about like Reed, who this guy Reed was, or like you said, talk to her friends to get information. I'm shocked that she even had a real charge for that gun thing. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Because that was just her being an idiot. Yeah. Um, The pieces really have been coming together about Joe. It's like, oh, you're not as bright and savvy as you've you've marketed yourself, Joe. I agree. We do need the scene though where it's like, and you're not even from New York. <laughs> right. We find out she's she's from like uh upstate or something. And yes. she's never like she she went to the city once. Yes. Like she's from Ithaca. She went she went to uh 
Iona yeah. College or something. She's from Ithaca, but says she's from Manhattan. Mm. Yeah. Back at Melrose, Allison is shocked to learn about Joe. This is the first time she's heard of this. She's just she, <laughs> what? And she's like, well, we got to do something. And Jake's like, well, we need first thing we need to come up with the bail money. And mm. he says that he asked Amanda and that she wouldn't help. And Allison <laughs> says, why? Ugh, why am I not surprised? <laughs> I wouldn't want these three trying to raise bail money for me. No, that would be a bad, bad sign. Billy, Allison and Jake. <laughs> yeah. Jake oh. mentions that he like was going to hawk his Harley. Like, what? Don't you need yeah. that to go around? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Because Jake's just going to get into an argument with every person he meets along the way in so, this endeavor. Yeah. There's going to be a scene of him trying to pawn the bike and they're not going to give him a fair price. Yeah. Like, just like, what do you mean, man? What are you saying? I put about- I just watch, I'm watching him like stroll swan into the, the um store like yellow. <laughs> yellow. <Yeah>. yellow. <laughs> At the beach house, we see Sydney is in a floral housewife dress. She's wearing a real trad wife look. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is a wild radical departure from her usual tartlet outfits Mm. no she's total happy homemaker and she serves michael a really gross looking breakfast oh yeah it's like some it's a what is it like like waffles out of a toaster and they're burnt it was it was toaster waffles which Mm -hmm. are good but these looked gray yeah and then there was also like some very waterlogged frozen sausages on a plate Mm -hmm. and like slimy eggs it was bad. And he's like, looks at it and he's like, what the fuck is this, Sid? <laughs> Put a cork in the sunshine act. <laughs> he's furious. And she's like, I told Jane yesterday. And he goes, oh, great. Yeah. And <laughs> she's like, she's really happy for us, Michael. And he then starts bitching about Levin. He Levin won't take him off administrative duty. Right. Like I've been off the painkillers. I'm fine. I can be a doctor again. And Sydney's like, well, there's got to be something we can do. And he's like, this is my life, not yours. Stay out of it. And then he takes mm-hmm. his cup of coffee and he dumps it all over the breakfast mm. that Sydney made. At Joe's arraignment, her lawyer is a mess. He can't even find her case file. This guy couldn't be more incompetent. And she tells him, she's like, I'm going to plead not guilty. And he's really disappointed in her. He's like, we could have could have taken a deal. And he even looks at the DA and shakes his head now. Yeah. It's It's just wild to watch all this victim blaming. Like, it's relentless. (laughs) They're not supposed to be working together like that. Like, yeah. this guy should be disbarred. Absolutely. Yeah, this is like some making a murderer shit. Like, that really is. So Joe is charged with first degree murder. And right as this happens, a new fancy high profile lawyer bursts through the courtroom doors and is like, stop this arraignment. (laughs) He does it like right before the gavel comes down. Yeah. And we know he's legit because he has gray hair and a Jewish last name. Yes. (laughs) It's like Kovacs or something. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And, And that's when... Amanda walks in behind him and we learn that Amanda has hired this lawyer. He's a family friend of the Woodwards and the, the judge is like, okay, Joe's going to meet with her new lawyer and we'll do the arraignment tomorrow. And after the judge brings her gavel down, Billy goes up to Amanda. He's like, that was a real nice thing you did. And Amanda's like, why is everyone so surprised? This this has become a running gag every time Amanda does something nice. (laughs) I kind of feel like it's like Amanda, I think, likes throwing her weight around and like showing everyone else she has power. Yes. Yes. And she's also really into Jake thinking she's a good person, I think. Yeah. 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 It's not about helping Joe. It's like you said, it's about showing I have money. I have the power. I can do this. Yeah. And you might need you all might need me someday. Right. Mm. But also, yeah, she Jake is like totally snowed by her. Yeah. And I kind of feel like she's like likes having Joe and Jake owe her a favor. Mm. Totally. Yeah. But the the one of her most baffling characteristics, though, is 
she's dead set on being part of this friend group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amanda doesn't even have any friends in her own circles. Right. So she has to use her power to keep this group and manipulate them constantly to be her friends. Yeah. But it's like, why? As we're going to learn about Amanda, like she's like fled abusive, you know, like she's fled abusive men and like started entirely over. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That storyline. Oh, God. Mm. It's so cheesy. It just doesn't Um, even sound like her. Like what? Like she's like on a beach in a scrunchie or some dude. Like. With, with Anthony Antonio Sabato, Antonio yeah. Sabato Jr. Yeah. Um. So she's she learns that she, Billy's getting married to Allison, and that's when Billy says to Allison to Amanda, "I'm gonna tell Elton about us that they fucked while they <laughs> after they fell in the garbage together." Oh. And Amanda is very opposed to this because she doesn't want Jake to find out. She's like, fuck yeah. Allison. Yeah. Don't this will don't fuck me over. Don't fuck me yeah. over in the process. But Billy is determined. That's my job. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> fuck her over. <laughs> At the hospital, Michael hears Sydney laughing. She's flirting with Levin, and Levin is like. Michael, your girlfriend does the most dead-on impression of you. <laughs> oh, hell, I wish I could have heard it. <laughs> Why didn't they show us? I wanted to see Sydney imitate Michael. I think because Lori Lane your own good. <laughs> you know what's Wait, good that for would've, you. <laughs> that would have been so fucking funny. I was oh, yeah. waiting for it. Um, Michael is so pissed off. He, 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 he can't believe that. Sydney. And he's so short-sighted, like, he can't see, like, oh, this could be the beginning of a real power couple. Yeah. 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 Um, sorry, I lost my place. Can <laughs> I just point out a small detail that really made me happy in this scene? Was Sydney was there to bring Michael a cappuccino? I mean, obviously, she's there for reasons. <laughs> but the coffee cup was very 90s, because I remember this coffee cup. It was gray and white with a maroon line around the center that had like a little flower line drawing. And those were everywhere back mm. then. Levin tells Michael to lighten up. He's like, lighten up, doctor. And Levin's <laughs> like, I I love I love this woman. She's just terrific. And they then, love her. Then he asks Michael to come to his office later because he's he's got let's talk about getting you back on rotation so then michael he is kind of like hmm <laughs> how can i use this to my advantage <laughs> wheels turning we see yeah. him that <laughs> night jake and amanda drink wine and he's really impressed with what she did for joe today and she has to tell him something she confesses that she slept with Billy last Christmas while they were broken up. And Jake is upset. And she's like, I love you. I'm sorry. And he's like, well, I'm not angry at you. I'm mad at Billy. Why? Uh, why? None of this makes, his reaction doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make sense. But at the same time, I was thrilled to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> she's Billy's such a dipshit. Like, well, I, I mean, need to see Billy taken down by a, by Jake would be, I, yeah, I was like looking forward to it. I have to mm. say. Yeah. His reaction is so overblown. It's so over the top, which we know Jake, he gets explosively angry sometimes about mm-hmm. stupid shit. But, and it's also important to sit like Amanda act like, like she never told someone I love you before. Right. She was like, I don't, I've never said this before, but I love you. Right. Uh, Which is also very manipulative. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is a good place to take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Allison talks to Joe at the jail that little partition with the two phones. And like a Joe Paul is, Schrader movie. Yeah. Totally, <laughs> they can hold their hands up. <laughs> yeah, this is the Paul Schrader movie moment. And yeah. Joe is like, oh, how did I end up like this? And she starts crying. And she's like, I can't believe I killed someone. <laughs> now, if Joe had a good lawyer, I mm. feel like Joe wouldn't just say that out loud in front of everyone at the jail. Yeah. Yeah. But she's really scared. And Allison is like, Joe, you were defending yourself. And we're going to get you out of here. Besides, I need someone to be my maid of honor. I was like, not now, Allison. Yeah, come (laughs) on. (laughs) Not how to cheer someone up in jail to tell them they're going to have all these duties coming. coming You're going to have to buy a dress. You're going to have to organize my party. Think about it. Yeah, (laughs) you're going to spend thousands of dollars doing your maid of honor duty and you know i'm gonna pick out the ugliest dress possible for you (laughs) joe says yes though at the beach house michael returns home to find that sydney has redecorated and is moving new furniture in she's going for a real coastal Mm. cottage core Mm. laura ashley vibe but all beige. Shabby chic. <laughs> it's shabby chic. It's pre-shabby chic, right? Yeah. Uh, and they had a very modern pad before, which fit the beach house vibe for sure. No, it didn't fit the beach house. I liked it because it wasn't real modern. It was like... But the black couch with all the white wood in there? <laughs> I thought it looked good. I, I mean, mean, it's not my style, but I thought it looked like Kimberly and Michael style. Like it fit Kimberly and Michael to a T. But this doesn't, I mean, Sydney is not being herself because this is not her either. It's really conservative looking. I think that's what she's trying to do, though. She's trying to be a wife and a wife. A doctor's wife. That's that's what she thinks a doctor's wife is. Yes, because she's wearing like the little dresses. Uh, She's being at the workplace, being a charming wife. And she's ordering all this ugly beige uh, furniture with an insane couch with those pillows were like so massive on the couch. They were huge. This was like an overstuffed couch. It was a small couch, but it was an overstuffed small couch with the slip cover on it and huge pillows. The pillows were like half a foot taller than the sofa. (laughs) And on like every edge. Yeah. She's wearing her trad wife outfit and the movers are moving in all this new shit into the beach house. And one of the movers calls her Mrs. Mancini and Michael's freaking out. He's like, who's going to pay for all this? I mean, Sydney's out of control with this one. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She says, I borrowed your credit card. Mm. And he's like, we're going to get rid of all this shit. And he's like holding up a a lamp. He's like, what is this? He pulls out a really hideous. It's like a hotel lamp, like a terracotta (laughs) hotel. Yeah. I got, I got I got to be team Michael on that one. Yeah. 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 I mean, I agree with him completely that this was an insane endeavor. And it's like this must have been like $10,000 to buy all this stuff. Oh, because she like Mm -hmm. even got a bedroom set. Like she replaced all the furniture. It's crazy. Um, He then turns on his fake nice guy voice and is like, sweetheart. <laughs> Love him. Thomas Calabro, the god. Return this all and make me some dinner. And there's only one Mrs. Mancini, and that's my mom. Linda Ouch. Lavin. Linda Lavin. Heard of her? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, You're making me mad, Michael. I'm gonna put you in the cornfield. <laughs> Back at the jail, Jake and Amanda go talk to Joe and she thanks them. And Jake is like, well, they say your bail money is going to be really high. Can you ask your dad? 
Now, Joe never indicated that her parents were rich. Her ex-husband mm. was, but not her parents. Yeah. We also never really hear about the dad. No, because the mom died, right? The mom, I think, uh, killed herself. That's right. Because right? that was a trauma for Joe. Mm. And she acts like we know all this information. She's like, no, my dad's business is actually going under. I was like, I didn't even know he had a business. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> right. Like what? Um, Amanda says she'll pay for it. Real big man on campus over here. Amanda Woodward's like, you know, I'm rich. Yeah. It's you know, I got the biggest stick in this apartment building. I'm Amanda mm. Woodward. I'm going to slap it right club on player. This. It was like a boys club player. And, and she's like, I'll just put the Melrose place up. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> not going to lose anything. And this sucks for Joe because she has to be nice to Amanda now. Yeah. Yeah. It's Amanda. Yeah. Amanda's diabolical. Mm. Yeah. This is all chess. Like. They're okay. People love to throw 4D chess around and and accuse other people of playing 4D chess, but Amanda actually does play 4D chess. Yeah. She invented it. She invented it. <laughs> She's the only one who's a master at that game. And so she thanks her. Joe is stunned. And Amanda's like, hmm, I guess Jake had a good influence on me. <laughs> Damn, looks like Jake's better off with me, the rich, powerful yeah. girl. That's right. <laughs> Good thing I can bestow this kindness on you. Mm. Yeah. I guess it's you a- were wrong about me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Later that night, Joe returns home with Jake and Amanda. She's out already. And they're assuring her everything's going to be fine. And they let they let Joe know that Amanda that Allison and Billy are throwing their engagement party at Shooters tonight, and Allison's taking it upon herself to make it a, a sort of welcome home party for Joe, which is a lot to ask yeah. someone and, and sort of force on them. Like the yeah, first the last place thing I want to, the first place I want to see is like my shower after, yes. and yeah. then my and then my bed, like yes. after getting home from what I've been through. The last place I want to see is Shooters. <laughs> No, nobody wants to get shooters. I do not need to see Billy and Allison like talk Mm. about their impending. That's the last thing I need after getting out of jail. She tells them, she's like, yeah, I want to go to bed. I want some time alone. Yeah. And I'm not going to another crowded place with obnoxious people. No. Yeah. As they walk out, we overhear Jake saying, I don't even want to go to this party. He says, why don't we just get a pizza? <laughs> um, but Amanda's like, no, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like, see some action. I gotta see this train wreck. <laughs> Joe goes upstairs to her apartment and emotionally gets in her bed. I did think in this moment, why isn't she hopping in the shower first before getting yeah. in that bed? Because you know she hasn't showered in days, right? Like- she's been on a boat and then she was in jail. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, I didn't even think about the boat. She smells like shit. She, she smells probably, like oh, yeah. fish and yeah. fucking jail shit. like <laughs> Lobster. <laughs> and lobster shells. Yes. <laughs> so we go to Shooters. We get a little glimpse of Matt. Sadly, this is our only moment. It's even sadder because I didn't even notice. <laughs> I feel bad now. He's talking to Jane. Uh. Allison makes a toast to Joe's freedom and the end of Billy's. Uh-huh. She's really big on these ball and chain jokes at this point. Mm. Billy then goes up to Jake and mm. asks him to be his best man. And <laughs> Jake has a great reaction. Jake says, go to hell, you son of a bitch. And then he punches him in the mouth. I the funny thing about this is Billy must be completely <laughs> as to what happened. He has no idea. He is the last blindsided. thing you're expecting is can you be my best man and getting punched in the fucking face really hard. Like he got he went back. <laughs> and he is went- not the poster child for awareness either. It's not like he- <laughs> No, he's completely unaware of what's going on. He goes flying back. Jake busts his lip open and it's and what makes this scene even greater is that this all happened in front of a huge crowd of people at his engagement party. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is comic timing at its best on Jake's part. And Billy is 
Allison goes running for Billy and oh my God, Billy. And then, and he's like, what, what did I do? I just love that everyone is so in the dark in this moment. Mm. <laughs> mm. I just. Over I'm, such a nothing of a situation. Like such a nothing of a situation. Yeah. If I was, if I was Matt or someone else who was completely removed from whatever this drama was, and I just witnessed this go down, I think I would pass out from excitement. I'd be like, what is happening? I, Matt's <laughs> like, can I get the storyline? <laughs> Please. Can I get something. any storyline? Anything. Can he punch me? <laughs> um Jake storms out and Amanda says, I was afraid this might happen. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda immediately is just like, well, might as well take advantage of the situation. Jake already knows. So that should, you know, it, yeah. it's no skin off my neck now. If, yeah. If, if Allison, it's, it's better. It's better if Allison finds out now. I mean, what better place to do it? The and, attention's I, on her. <laughs> and let's not, let's not even think for a second that like, you know, Amanda, you know, it's like, she's done her good deed for today. She can go back to being a bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. She's earned like more than enough goodwill at the moment to like go it, back to being a menace. Exactly. She tracks her karma point points to a T. <laughs> mm. Allison's like, what do you mean? And so Amanda spills the beans about how her and Billy slept together when they were on a break. And Allison is shocked. And she leaves. And then Billy tells Amanda, You're unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> she is. <laughs> really because uh, jake just put his fist through your face so <laughs> yeah he's more she's he's more mad at amanda the next day billy goes into allison's room because they slept in separate beds mm. and she's in bed holding on to a teddy bear oh <laughs> he loves her teddy bears and her doll collection right when he walks in he's right by that sad stack they're slumped over the porcelain dolls that are on like the rattan shelf. shelf. <laughs> oh, that's so creepy. Oh, the, she is like the little girl grandma. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> she's not mad though. She admits that she's like, well, I mean, I was going up to the ranch to fuck Steve that night. Yeah. So I can't really be mad. I can't blame you. And she still wants to marry him, but he better never lie to her again. And he's like, I love when you're tough. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. No, you do not. He doesn't. He actually doesn't. Jake is swimming laps and Amanda approaches him with a towel. And he's like, I'm, I just need a few days and I'll be fine. He's like, I just got to punch some walls. I just got to punch a few walls, knock over a few bridges. Yeah. Go on my Harley. He needs to get his anger out. And, and no one at this point has ever like confronted Jake and be like, we all think you're a really great guy, but you do have a tendency to like get physically violent when you're upset about something that's not even that big of a deal. Like, didn't yeah. he like throw a fridge, like his actual yes. refrigerator at Joe? <laughs> he, yeah. he tore Joe's fridge down and tilted oh. it over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he completely removed the fridge from the wall and knocked it on the floor and everything went flying everywhere. And then he didn't even clean it up later. But first he slammed the door like 30 times yeah. <laughs> in anger. <laughs> um, Billy approaches and Jake is like, stay away from me. And then Jake goes inside his apartment and Amanda tells Billy, you started it. (laughs) (laughs) At the hospital, we see Michael. He's finally back on his rounds and everything seems to be coming up. Michael, when Levin approaches him and is like, "Uh, you need to go home for the day. Yeah, you can't do these rounds because your wife or your girlfriend called and she needs help back at home so why don't you just take care of her and he's like what yeah at the courthouse we learn that all the charges have been dropped because finally (laughs) the da's office did the did the defense attorney's work (laughs) they did this would never happen now where the da's office cared about finding uh the truth about the crime yeah uh they're like well we we did our research and we learned that it was clear that Joe was uh, threatened and and held captive by this guy, and it was. I wonder, like, if the fact that she's a white woman mm. like, factors into that. I'm at sure all. it does. Well, 
Yeah. I mean, and I was, we're, it's always thrilling on these type of shows where they just drop a storyline and like charges drop, let's move on. Cause it's like, thank you. Cause I don't want five episodes of a trial. <laughs> yeah. I don't need this trial. Like, no, <laughs> that is the good thing about these kinds of trashy nighttime soaps. Yes. Yeah. Is, yeah. But I did, he does take a moment here. His lawyer does take a moment to like victim shame her, like on the yes. way out. To, yeah. Um, I also the, like that the judge throws shade at her. The yeah. Judge, <laughs> the, the judge scolds Joe. She's like, okay, you know, that's it. But you should really uh, be more selective about who you hang out with, Joe. Like it's yeah. a moral failing that she had. Like like everyone hasn't dated a sociopath at least once. <laughs> well, and what's Joe going to do? She's on Melrose Place. She's yeah. only going to date sociopaths. Like uh, these dudes are only getting worse. Yeah. The lawyer, the defense attorney tells tells Joe that the reason that she got off is because the DA's office really only cared about Joe like flipping if she was in on it. Like she like that she wanted them her to name names. Right. Mm-hmm. And they finally realized she had nothing to do with it. So they're like, yeah, we'll give her this freebie. Yeah, which is not how any of it works, but no. Okay. Yeah, I think in real life they just pin like some piece of trumped up evidence on her, just throw her in jail and forget about her. Yeah, because they can't get the big fish, so they go after all the little guys. Yeah. Yeah. And then he the lawyer calls him scum. And Joe's like, but I loved him. (laughs) It was just like so it's like you just got scolded by the judge, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Everyone's gotta get their shot in on Joe. It's But why is she still hanging on to him? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and just for those of you who haven't watched the series, just brace yourself for the decision Joe makes next regarding all of this. <laughs> it's like, did we ever even see them say, I love you to each other? Like, I don't remember. It's so crazy. I honestly don't remember. Michael returns home and Sydney is on her new shabby chic couch reading a magazine in a little floral dress and michael is furious he's like what's the what's the emergency you yeah. need me come home from work i love her little magazine flipping too oh it's, yeah adorable it's perfect and she's like nothing i just want to plan our wedding right now oh hell yeah and he's she livid. Is crazy he's <laughs> livid and she's like if you don't take care of me, you don't have a medical career, remember? And he's like, wait a minute. You seriously want to get married? And she goes, oh, Michael, I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we end this episode. Uh, I'm so excited because this leads to one of my favorite moments on Melrose Place mm. involving Sydney in a wedding dress. Yeah, it's a classic. It's a classic mm. Melrose moment. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. What do you think about these two episodes, Maggie? It was a lot of I the stuff with like the legal consequences for Reed were just so anticlimactic. Yes, totally. Like, what was the point of everyone just like taking their shot at a human trafficking victim? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just the fact that no one even wanted to hear her story at all like nobody um no it's crazy and i am glad we're done at least this portion of that storyline but like i said before it does lead to some other stuff that yes is somehow even more infuriating than anything that went down here because yeah she really sorry i know she just got some real shit storyline sometimes yes but the thing is, the beauty of this storyline is that we thought it ended. And it doesn't. It's <laughs> no. not over. It's not over. Yeah. So that uh, was a bad call. But what yeah. are you going to do? I mean, even I do like Joe a lot. And I love Daphne Zuniga. I think she's great. Mm. But you're right. So, some of the choices that she makes throughout the show just seems so uncharacteristically yeah. stupid. Well, I think she was one of my favorite characters early on. Yeah. I liked her. It's like, oh, I could be friends with Joe. And now I'm like, I could never be friends with Joe because she would drive me insane. Like, yeah. I, she started getting bad when she started hanging out with Allison. 
Oh, <laughs> wow. Do you remember when they became BFF at some point? Yeah. Inexplicably. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. an interesting point. Even, yeah. Allison has given her bad advice before too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. She's trying to fit in with mm-hmm. Allison. And she Never. changed her wardrobe. We talked about last week how Joe used, she came in to Melrose Place being the, I wear all black New Yorker, my black. Uh, stretch tops with motorcycle boots, motorcycle boots. And now she's wearing these like weird gauzy tent blouses all the time <laughs> that are like age her. They yeah. age yeah. her like 20 years. No, yeah. last Eileen, while she was in the hole, she had like on an Ina Garten outfit. She's in her, <laughs> she's in her Ina Garten era, but no, but none of the personality. And she's not landing a great guy like Jeffrey. No, she would yeah. never. No, her picker's bad. Look, no. we've all yeah. been there. We've all been there. Yeah, we've been. No, I, but stylistically, like one of my favorite periods of the show is um when they just like style Sydney really mod for a, for a season. Yes. Like she's like, she looks like she should be partying with Terrence Stamp. She, <laughs> Sydney overall throughout the series, Sydney like has the best outfits. Yeah. Yes. Cause when she first came on, it was like Lolita, right? Mm-hmm. Little gingham tops with jean shorts. <laughs> now it was like hippie witch. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twi- she, she, she has such great outfits on. Her wardrobe's excellent on this yeah. series. Even her trad wife stuff is cute. Yeah, she's still Sydney. Yeah, love mm-hmm. it. We love Sydney Andrews. That's it. Thank you so much for coming on our pod. Tell us where people can find you. Uh, at Maggie Sirota on Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram, all the things. Um, Maggie Sirota at Substack. That's my newsletter, Professor Garbage, and other stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Maggie. We will thank you. you. We will see you all next week for episodes 23 and 24. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.